Imagine a city awash in radiant light, yet deep spiritual darkness remains. In John chapter 8, Jesus steps into this very setting, proclaiming himself to be the light of the world. Hey fellow creations, it's Elijah here. Welcome to the Bible and Prayer Podcast, the show where we simply read the Bible and then pray about it. Bible and prayer are fundamental elements of the Christian faith, and we need to build lasting habits of both of these. So join us on the Bible and Prayer Podcast every weekday as we strive to make Bible and prayer habits in our daily lives. Tap that follow button to subscribe to the Bible and Prayer Podcast so you don't miss the rest of the Gospel of John or the future books that we'll be covering. During a festival known for its dazzling lights, Jesus makes an even bolder claim. He is the light that outshines them all, a light that dispels the darkness from within. So when looking at the context of the Gospel of John, let's remind ourselves where we are. The Gospel of John is a unique and beautiful portrait of Jesus Christ, presenting him as the divine word who became flesh and dwelt among us. It emphasizes Jesus' identity as the Son of God, full of grace and truth, and highlights his miracles, his teachings, and his interactions with people, particularly his disciples. John's Gospel aims to lead readers to have faith in Jesus and eternal life by believing in him as the Son of God, the light of the world. Now, zooming in on chapter 8 specifically here, it begins during the Festival of Tabernacles, or the Festival of Booths, a joyous Jewish celebration filled with symbolism of light. Massive menorahs illuminated Jerusalem, reflecting a desire for God's guidance. Within this setting, Jesus confronts the Pharisees and declares himself to be the light of the world. He boldly contrasts himself with the temporary festival lights, claiming to bring the true light to the entire world. So, without further ado, let's jump in and read together, starting in John chapter 8, verse 12. Again, therefore, Jesus spoke to them, saying, I am the light of the world. He who follows me will not walk in the darkness, but will have the light of life. The Pharisees therefore said to him, You testify about yourself. Your testimony is not valid. Jesus answered them, Even if I testify about myself, my testimony is true. For I know where I came from, and I know where I am going. But you don't know where I came from or where I am going. You judge according to the flesh. I judge no one. Even if I do judge, my judgment is true, for I am not alone, but I am with the Father who sent me. It's also written in your law that the testimony of two people is valid. I am one who testifies about myself, and the Father who sent me testifies about me. They said therefore to him, Where is your father? Jesus answered, You know neither me nor my father. If you knew me, you would know my father also. Jesus spoke these words in the treasury as he taught in the temple, yet no one arrested him because his hour had not yet come. Jesus said therefore again to them, I am going away, and you will seek me, and you will die in your sins. Where I go, you cannot come. 
The Jews therefore said, Will he kill himself because he says, Where I am going you can't come? He said to them, You are from beneath, I am from above. You are of this world, I am not of this world. I said therefore to you that you will die in your sins, for unless you believe that I am he, you will die in your sins. They said therefore to him, Who are you? Jesus said to them, Just what I have been saying to you from the beginning. I have many things to speak and to judge concerning you. However, he who sent me is true, and the things which I heard from him, these I say to the world. They didn't understand that he spoke to them about the Father. Jesus therefore said to them, When you have lifted up the Son of Man, then you will know that I am he. And I do nothing of myself, but as my Father taught me, I say these things. He who sent me is with me. The Father hasn't left me alone, for I always do the things that are pleasing to him. As he spoke these things, many believed in him. Jesus said, therefore, to those Jews who had believed in him, if you remain in my word, then you are truly my disciples. You will know the truth, and the truth will make you free. They answered him, We are Abraham's offspring, and have never been in bondage to anyone. How do you say, You will be made free? Jesus answered them, Most certainly I tell you, anyone who commits sin is the bondservant of sin, a bondservant doesn't live in the house forever. A son remains forever. If therefore the son makes you free, you will be free indeed. I know that you are Abraham's offspring, yet you seek to kill me because my word finds no place in you. I say the things which I have seen with my father, and you also do the things which you have seen with your father. They answered him, Our father is Abraham. Jesus said to them, If you were Abraham's children, you would do the works of Abraham. But now you seek to kill me, a man who has told you the truth, which I heard from God. Abraham didn't do this. You do the works of your father. They said to him, We are not born of sexual immorality. We have but one father, God. Therefore Jesus said to them, If God were your father, you would love me, for I came out and have come from God. For I haven't come of myself, but he sent me. Why don't you understand my speech? Because you can't hear my word. You are of your father, the devil, and you want to do the desires of your father. He was a murderer from the beginning and doesn't stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, he speaks on his own, for he is a liar and the father of lies. But because I tell the truth, you don't believe me. Which of you convicts me of sin? If I tell the truth, why do you not believe me? He who is of God hears the words of God. For this cause you don't hear, because you are not of God. Then the Jews answered him, don't we say well that you are a Samaritan and have a demon? 
Jesus answered, I don't have a demon, but I honor my father, and you dishonor me. But I don't seek my own glory. There is one who seeks and judges. Most certainly I tell you, if a person keeps my word, he will never see death. Then the Jews said to him, Now we know you have a demon. Abraham died, as did the prophets, and you say if a man keeps my word, he will never taste of death. Are you greater than our father Abraham, who died? The prophets died? Who do you make yourself out to be? Jesus answered, If I glorify myself, my glory is nothing. It is my Father who glorifies me, of whom you say that he is our God. You have not known him, but I know him. If I said I don't know him, I would be like you, a liar. But I know him and keep his word. Your father Abraham rejoiced to see my day. He saw it and was glad. The Jews therefore said to him, You are not yet fifty years old. Have you seen Abraham? Jesus said to them, Most certainly I tell you, before Abraham came into existence, I am. Therefore they took up stones to throw at him. But Jesus was hidden and went out of the temple, having gone through the middle of them, and so passed away. All right, that concludes the reading of John chapter 8 today. We need to recognize our darkness. Like the Pharisees, blinded by their pride, we can easily miss the darkness in our own hearts. Ask God to expose any unconfessed sin, any self-reliance, or misplaced priorities, hindering you from the true light. Just like the Pharisees, they couldn't see Jesus for who he truly was because of the darkness that was inside of them, ironically, as they were surrounded by these great menorahs shining light in the city. They were filled with such darkness that they couldn't recognize who Jesus was. Pray to God and ask him to reveal any darkness that might be in your heart. Then embrace Jesus as the true light. The Feast of Tabernacles celebrated God's past provisions. The festival's lights were beautiful, but ultimately they couldn't remove spiritual blindness. Jesus offers something greater, inner sight, freedom from sin, and the light of eternal life. Accept him as your true source of illumination. Recognize that Jesus is the true light. And then reflect that light. As followers of Jesus, we are a mirror to the light of the world to others. Seek ways to be a beacon, radiate kindness, pursue truth, and speak about the hope that you have in Jesus, dispelling the spiritual darkness around you. Let's pray about these things together. God in heaven, we praise and glorify your holy name. Thank you for today. Thank you for the blessings of today. And thank you for this time that we get to spend together, you and us, as we study your word and as we pray together. Thank you, Father, for the light of the world. Thank you for his illumination that lights up the darkness of our hearts. Please, Father, help us to see the darkness that may be in our own hearts, 
the darkness that is preventing us from truly seeing the light of Jesus, from truly seeing the light of the world. Please illuminate our hearts, light up the darkest corners so that we can see where the darkness is and we can get rid of that darkness in our hearts so that we can embrace Jesus as the true light. Father, we reject all of the false light of the world. We reject all the light of this world that is leading us into darkness. We reject that and we accept the light of the world, the true light that came down out of heaven, that is Jesus Christ. We accept his light and we embrace his light and we welcome his light in to shine on our hearts, Father. Please shine through these Bible studies, through this time together, through this prayer. Please shine the light of Jesus on our hearts. We embrace Jesus as the true light of the world. And now, Father, because we have the light of Jesus, help us to reflect that light. Help us to share that beautiful light that can bring true spiritual uh, illumination in our lives, that we can reflect that to the rest of the world, Father, that we can be beacons for this beautiful light of the world so that others can see Jesus in us and come to him because of the light that we radiate from him having his light in us. Thank you, Father, for the light of the world. Help us to always look to him for guidance, for illumination, to show us the path. We love you, we love your Son, and we love your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Amidst the festive but ultimately symbolic lights, Jesus stood as the true light, the light of the world. His light extends beyond temporary displays or traditions. We're called to recognize our spiritual darkness. We're called to embrace Jesus as the source of lasting illumination and live as reflectors of his love and grace. Remember to follow and subscribe and join us next time for John chapter 9. This has been Elijah with the Bible and Prayer podcast. Until next time, we love you all. God bless.